I don't like bullies. I don't care where they're from. Welcome everyone to Source Screen Podcast, a podcast where we discuss the live action, live action adaption. I messed, I messed up our logo, our lingo. What is wrong with you? Oh no, I'm just so excited to see Thor Ragnarok in theaters on November 3rd, 2017. <laughs> yeah, so uh, this is our pre-show. We're going to talk about what we expect, what we want to see, and what we're probably going to see. So... What are you excited about? What are you scared about? Right. Uh, I think that... I think it'll be too Guardians. Too campy? You think too jokey? I've too jokey. Too Guardians. Music heavy. Um, yeah. I'm not, I think it'll be fun, but I don't think it'll be Ragnarok. Yeah, so we've been keeping up with some comics. Some comics that we think uh, might make an influence are, uh, you know, the appearance. Well, I think the the main series we are looking at is Unworthy Thor, uh, which kind of create an old man Logan aspect to the uh, movie. We see, you know, he's kind of lost and wandering, but not nearly as good. We we haven't seen it yet, so no. I mean, in in comparison, like those two comics. Oh, really? Old Man Logan is way better than Unworthy Thor. <sighs> I really like Unworthy Thor. It's not. It doesn't hold a candle to Old Man Logan. Oof. There's no character development. He's just the same Thor. I think there's a lot of character development. Anywho, we're gonna see that. We're gonna see a little of the Ragnarok storyline, which we are trying to catch up on because there's been a couple incarnations, but uh, Marvel Unlimited decided not to post the very specific comic. You think little, they would do that? Little snafu. Fuck you, Marvel. I normally uh, rep you, but what the hell? Yeah. We, I got to do research. Yeah, I we, pay for we, your we're service. We're going to find that comic, and we'll give you more information on the post show. Um, what else are some ones we've been looking at? Planet Hulk is a big one. Um, I think we're going to see a lot of elements from these uh, comics. All rolled up into one. Yeah, all rolled up. The Valkyrie comics and... Uh, um basically those are the ones where but we, we've been reading in anticipation there might be some more and after the show we'll let you know what they are but i think we're gonna get an 80s retro blend with those four comics hopefully it'll be good i'm worried about valkyrie she seems flat character wise well it's not about her no i know but she's such an interesting character even though her origins are really weird and mixed up i really like the character she has developed in Thank recent you. years. And I think she's just going to be like, rock and roll. Let's let's kick some arse. Arse. I say ass in British. Arse. That. So we'll see about that. I hope she proves me wrong because people are loving her. And But they, I mean. Yeah. People, people are loving this movie. Critics are loving this. But I don't know if I trust Rotten Tomatoes anymore. Dude, all the critics are saying. Guardians you know, was the best movie. Yeah, Spider-Man like, was the best movie. Like, it's the best rated Marvel movie ever. I'm like, really? Every movie for the last this year has been it's, the best yeah, rated movie. Maybe because every year you get like 80 more critics mm-hmm. for starters. And also, it's Disney. So they're probably all whoa, bought whoa, whoa, and paid whoa, for. Whoa, 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 whoa. We are not big enough to take Disney. Just, they don't nope. listen to this. But when they do, they will come after us. No, they won't. The mouse does not fight. We'll, we'll get paid by them, too. Be like, oh, man, oh, Marvel movies are great. <laughs> man, is that your goal? Shut us up with money. Duh. We will take anyone's money. They'll be uh, like, when we get big, right? They'll be like, oh, man, they're telling people not to see this movie. Just bam. Just bob off. Uh, I'll settle for $5 a, 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 a month. I'll settle for $5 million, Disney. That, I'm already going to throw that out there right now. <sighs> I will say whatever you want if you give me $5 million. We really care about our authenticity on this show. Um, was there anything else you were looking forward to? I kind of, I'm expecting an Infinity Stone. I'm not entirely sure how people have a theory that it's Heimdall because his eyes are golden. Yeah, I mean, it has to link up to um, Infinity War. Yeah. And it's either this or Black Panther. Or both. You think the Infinity Stones in both? What if we saw Black Panther in this? That'd be so cool. I'm upset Doctor Strange doesn't play a bigger role. I can already tell that he's like, hey, Thor, this is going to happen. He's like, get hey, off Thor, Earth. I'm, I'm filming Sherlock right now. Bye. <laughs> I totally get Doctor Strange's perspective, though. He's like, Thor, you you, you need to get the fuck out. 
because every time thor comes to earth stuff goes wrong just imagine if you're on earth and then you see like a bunch of worlds and dimensions over your head just like popping out just like what you know we get scared we're like oh man that that car got in an accident but imagine you just walk out one day and there's inner dimensions colliding and there's like dark elves and a giant you know invincible knight shooting lasers out of its face you're just like wow i would hate to live in this universe that sounds awesome if I had the means to defend myself in this universe, I would live in it. Yeah, sure. Who wouldn't? Yeah, but I mean, we probably would just be you and me. Ah! And I'd just be like Shut calling it. insurance companies. Yeah, my house was destroyed by the hero or the villain. Oh, I, I don't know. That's not covered under our insurance. Sorry. Was it the hero or the villain? Um, I think it was the hero. That's not covered. Oh, I mean, it was the villain. That's also not covered. You Why'd Ge- you ask? Geico. <laughs> well, sponsor is Geico um that's about it for what i think we're gonna see i think we're actually gonna be late so we should probably go to that show well pause is there anyone that you expect to see i hope besides who's been in the trailer sorry Uh, i want to see beta ray bill even if it's a quick cameo beta ray bill for all you who don't know is an alien who looks like a horse but is one of the only other uh people worthy to carry thor's hammer he's pretty dope beta ray bill i like the dog in unworthy thor yeah, no, he's pretty cool. Shit talking like Rottweiler dog. Yeah, or um, who else would be cool? His goat. I want I want them to be in it. The That'd goat. be cool. Uh, we see Scourge. We see Hella. Um, I I don't. This hasn't been confirmed or anything. By the way, these are not spoilers. These are just speculations. I do think Hella is going to replace Death, the 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 embodiment of Death. So Thanos might be in love with Hella. So I don't know. I don't know how that works. What about um Fenris? Oh, we do see him in the trailer for half a second. I'm actually super excited about that. Fenris is technically Loki's son in uh, a weird way. Yeah, so we will get into how the Thor comics are actually really rich. Everyone's related to each other. What Thor is supposed to be is basically Game of Thrones, but, but with God power. Very Shakespearean, you know? Everyone's effing somebody. Loki sometimes turns into a girl to seduce someone, then is back to a guy. He's a trickster. He's a He's a big trickster. He's the kind of guy who dresses up in Vegas and then goes like, ah, gotcha, bro. And you're like, ah. You're like, ah, was it worth it? <laughs> you idiot. Uh, but there's but- like, a, it's really deep and rich, kind of similar to our Wonder Woman comics to really, I don't think a lot of people in, uh, appreciate Thor and it's because they're trying to water him down with space elves. I'm like, why can't they and just be elves? Him, like all bro. Yeah, I'm not excited cool. about that. Thor, I mean, Thor in this movie looks like he talks more bro than the actual actor what happened Hemsworth. to his hair i mean i don't care about that so much but it looks stupid i like it i like it's his all old short hair. yeah it's i don't like it i like he doesn't look like thor like i said he just looks like some bro from the gym just he does look like a bro I, I hope that we can still identify him as thor he, and by the way we're probably the only skeptics of this movie because everyone i talk to is like oh it looks so cool 80s that's because they're idiots they are not idiots they are entitled to their opinion their opinion is wrong I agree with your opinion that their opinion is wrong, but they're still entitled to their opinion. Doesn't mean it's not wrong. What? Okay. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? I just kind of want to go see this movie. Yeah, let's go get some candy. All right. We will see you all. We're going to have a fake break or maybe a real break. I'm not sure. It's a real break for us. Well, yeah, we're going to take like a real long break. We'll probably won't start this podcast for another day. We might have a little after thing, like right after the movie. Oh, yeah. We got Initial the Initial yeah. thoughts. Maybe yes. a new segment. We're like, it was awesome. Two days later. Man, it, it thinking su- about it. it sucks. I did that about a movie recently. I forget what it was. We got to take a break. <laughs> later, please. Later, please. Hey. What's up? We're back. We're back. I, I got it. No worries. Don't, don't strain yourself saying it. Hey. How's it going? So, what did we just watch, even though we had the pre-show that described that? Oh, so Ragnarok. Man, I love your enthusiasm. It's amazing. It's refreshing every time. Do you know how many puns I made with Ragnarok? 
It's so easy. Anything that ends in like "ock." Yeah. It's so easy. So easy. The Ragnarok. Okay. Yeah. We don't go. Okay. We Dick got it. Dick rock. <laughs> All right. Any you? The title will be the hardest part of this. Ep- hardest part of this episode. We're d- we're debating. Bronarok is what. Yeah. is tentative at the moment so let's look at our expectations what happened what didn't happen fuck all happened i think like none of our yeah, expectations, expectations were, were really... met i think i said thor was very bro kind that, of yeah. that was that was, that was pretty kind of correct. right yeah and then i i thought hella was going to replace death maybe i mean because that happens in one comic, but we didn't see any of that. Uh, Beta Ray Bill was in the movie as a billboard or it was a, a statue. A statue, sorry, not a billboard. A big ass head. Yeah, and I was like, that doesn't count. <laughs> that doesn't count. Um, that's about it. It was attempting to be Guardians, I feel, but it it did its own. It wasn't all Guardians. Eh, I disagree, but. We'll talk about that in a minute. Sure, sure, sure. Um, anything else? Skirt, Hella. Yeah, that was about it. I didn't. Nothing else I expected. No Infinity Stone. I was just wrong. We were all wrong. Wrong, wrong, wrong. wrong. Happens. Too what? often. We expect too much of these movies. I don't know. That's yeah. the thing. I don't, I don't, I don't, we expect I don't, I don't them to like follow I comics. Beta Ray Bill, and when then they, they would have teased something, and, and then they don't follow comics. So yeah. I have to. We have to remember that they're making these movies for people that don't read comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is tough. The purpose yeah. of our podcast. Well, it's, it's also ironic because the people that are the producers work in the comic industry for the most yeah. part. So it is kind of an interesting dynamic that they, they stray away. So that's it for that. Do we want to get into our review? Do I want to start? Yeah, you start. Okay, well, normally we start with the bad because that's always fun to do. But today we'll start with the good. Because we're positive thinkers. It's a very short list. But I'll okay. just Let's just get this out of the way. <laughs> I have a few words written down. Okay. Uh, number one, it was fun. Yeah, I agree. Agreed. It was a fun movie. If you like going to the movies, you want to have fun, go see this movie. Do you want to smoke some reefer and watch a film? Number two. <laughs> if you were high and saw this movie, you'd be like dying. You'd be dying. <laughs> oh my gosh. Or drunk even. Um, number two. A lot of uh, jokes. Maybe too many jokes, but we'll save that for the next part. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably one of my favorite parts of the movie were the fight scenes the yeah. fight scenes were amazing agreed as well it's probably the best i've seen in marvel for a minute yeah i'd, ag- I I'd think, agree it's top i think spider-man or og trilogy really good fight scenes because emotionally and Physically, choreography yeah, yeah. wise they're really good but this is just like with the music and like the shots the they did, sequences. it was just so badass. Yeah, it felt really. You could definitely feel the power of a god in those scenes. So, that's probably my absolute favorite part of the movie. They nailed that shit for sure. And I really liked uh, Surtur and Hella. I think the actors did an amazing job. And Hella's design was probably the best costume, best art design in the movie, best character design. Sorry. The design and setting is very interesting, and I'll agree that they both did very good. Who was that? That was Clancy Brown for Surtur, and uh, oh my god, I'm forgetting who Hela is. I'm not going to even... I know who it is, but I'm going to make you remember this. Oh my god. It's so easy. I know she's in Lord of the Rings. Just her name me. starts with a C. Cleopatra. You really think her name is Cleopatra? No, I literally just am blinking on K- the name. Blanchett. Kate Blanchett. Yes. Okay, cool. I was going to say Kate Mara, but I'm oh glad my God. I didn't go that way. <laughs> How do you remember, like, obscure actors? I don't know. Over the lead actors. Don't actress? judge me. What else did you like? I like the, the scrapper 216 chick. Who? The chick in the movie where um, the Grandmaster was like, going to call her something that starts with a B, and then she was like, trash. Oh my God, that is so you. <laughs> You it's would like my, that obscure character. It's probably my favorite joke in the movie. It's some <laughs> shit I would say. That's why it's so funny. She's the best trash. No, I wasn't gonna say that. I was gonna say best. <laughs> Were you waiting to say that? Oh my god, that was a great. That was that was a joke that did get me. 
and uh, that's that joke is perfect because it's not like Thor or somebody else is saying it where it's out of character. It's just a random ass throwaway nobody. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And her delivery was good too. So that's the that's pretty much it for me. It's just good, a fun November blockbuster movie. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Um, what about you? Um, honestly, the first ten minutes, just the ambience, the setting. I was so cool seeing that in a Thor movie because I feel like in the previous Thor movies, they were afraid to go all out. And the first 10 minutes went all out, like into the mythology. Like we didn't need to know. It's like, okay, this is Surtur the demon. Uh, This is his lair. This is where we are. And this is happening. And it was just really rich. And if the whole movie kind of kept that, for me, it would have been amazing. It would have been perfect. Uh, I really liked the Doctor strange cameo which has been in all the trailers there's not much to it i wish he had a bigger role it was longer than i thought it would be though because in the um trailer it's like 10 seconds well in the doctor strange movie for the after credit scene or mid credit scene whatever they do now uh i thought it was just going to be that where they're just in the chair oh yeah and that was it but he actually like had a smaller role yeah it was there's a little bit more to it than what they showed I really wish cool. there was more to it. I, like, I, I think it would be cool if Strange kind of just like came along or something. But Initially, I thought he was going to be on Sakaar. That would have been cool. He's just like, oh, that hey. That would have been amazing. There he is. That'd be cool. Or he uh, helped them get off Sakaar. I feel like that would have made more sense than... Right before we... Yeah, yeah, that would have made sense too. Right before we get into our bad reviews, um, I want to say something that I really like. This is a... They have an interesting twist that's not totally unseen to the comics, but I like the way they did it. Uh, we'll get into that uh, a little more later, but that's a good twist on uh, Ragnarok. And I think that there was a real threat in this movie. There was some weight for sure. Um, but I think a lot of the stuff we don't like in the bad is going to be stuff that comes from the comics and might be spoiler alerts. So I think we're going to go spoil alerts from now on. So if you haven't seen it, go watch the movie. But for a podcast that does critical analysis of fidelity between comic books and movies, we kind of have to get into it. And just also remember that this is very specific in relation to the comics. We don't we don't necessarily view the movie as a movie because if we did, we would love pretty much any movie for the most part. Yeah, it's a good like, time. If I didn't read the comics or if I was just an average sort of moviegoer, I would probably have enjoyed myself. But oh, yeah. since I know about a little bit about Definitely. Thor and his um, backstory, it wasn't... We see As room enjoyable. for potential improvement. Yeah, there's just more that could be done and things mm-hmm. they missed. So, absolutely, I agreed. Um, so let's get into the bad. Do you want to start? You want me to start? I feel like I should start because my short's gonna be a little. My list is gonna be shorter. Yeah, sure. Uh, too many jokes. I love a good joke, but the character direction of the jokes didn't work. There were five jokes when Thor was tied up with Surtur. I'm like. Dude, you are tied up with the Demon King. That's whole purpose is to kill you and your father and your entire planet. 100%. Calm agree. the fuck down. And it wasn't even like laugh out humor. It, it would be funnier if it was more subtle or something, but it was just bang, 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 lined up, lined up. It was like Suicide Squad's pop music. Well, what also confuses me is I feel like he sort of made the joke because he knew he could escape, but I get confused because then he can't beat other characters. Yeah, you know it just what I mean? Like, work. There's no consistency with his power. So I'm like, why is he acting like He's on the top. big dick right now? Exactly. And then, like, it just and, doesn't make sense Yeah, to me. that's a, another problem I think we have with Thor is that his character just is totally different. We think his humor works better when he's being completely serious. Like we agreed earlier before the show, the best joke is when he just goes, another, and throws the coffee mug down because he's a king of Asgard or prince of Asgard. You know, mm-hmm. and that's what we're used to. Yeah, when but he acts him, like a yeah. king. But when he uh, he goes like, uh, "What? Totally? Oh, absolutely!" It just it's bro, bro. It doesn't work. I don't like it. I'm like, okay, Chris Hemsworth, can I have Thor back? <laughs> Which, by the way, love Chris Hemsworth, but come on. Uh, I had also issue with character directions of Valkyrie. Uh, mainly just like her origin just seemed pointless. She seemed very flat. She just seemed like, I think because Wonder Woman did really well, they wanted to do it like, oh, she's not Wonder Woman when they are very different, but it might come across on screen as the same. There's a lot of stuff that we'll get into her comic origin later. That's really important. And for mur- furthermore, death plays a very important role in Asgard. You know, Hela being the lady of death, uh, the hall of heroes, Valkenheim, or Valhalla, there's a lot of stuff going on that just 
is not explained. And I'm like, all these characters have essential roles in this world. Where is that? Uh, so yeah, the mythology was bad. Oh, they killed the Warriors 3 in 10 seconds, which was just like, goodbye, previous movies. Goodbye, my best friends forever. Yeah, yeah just Like, he dead. wasn't upset about it at all. <laughs> no, he didn't even bring it up. He's you like, didn't even ask. Yeah, he's like, hey, where's uh, Volstag in uh, the Warriors 3? Where's Lady Sif? Lady Sif makes no appearance, but there's an actress playing her in a play, which I think is hilarious, in a the play, play with Matt Damon and the other... Oh, right, yeah. right, 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 right. It, she, she tells Lady Sif to go run, but Lady Sif is not actually in Asgard, but I bet you what, she's an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. right now. <laughs> Probably. Uh, that's how they'll explain that. That'll be fun. Uh... Loki, in my in my perspective, was kind of pointless. I just he didn't serve anything. His character didn't really grow. Um, I'd rather have him just been banished to some realm or something. Like I just I love Tom Hiddleston, but he only used like two magic tricks, and he doesn't have any magic powers. Now I'm trying to think about it. He had the Tesseract, so he's pretty good with that. But like, I don't. Uh, besides making Valkyrie remember something, he doesn't have like a purpose. So for me, I think it's mostly character direction is odd. And, and the last character direction that I have to mention is Odin. He just kind of goes like, I'm on a different path. Goodbye. And then he just like fades into dust, which <laughs> very poetic, but what the fuck? <laughs> like, his, <you're> well, <laughs> I feel like um, his delivery was so, yeah. off. it was so off. It's just so casual. Like, Oh yeah, Ragnarok. You have a sister. What? What? I have a sister. <laughs> yeah, she's uh, she's gonna destroy everything. So. She she kills people. But you know, look at the view. I Bye. hear your mom calling me. Gotta go. <laughs> well, and that other point on um Loki as well. I was reading um, the article I sent you this morning, and it was really yeah, funny yeah. because it talked about how Loki's supposed to be this amazing trickster who can like trick anyone into believing anything, uh-huh. and then he gets tricked by the warriors three in the first movie because they like pretend like they believe him in his trickery or whatever and they're like um he's supposed to be the master of tricks tricks, and he gets tricked tricked. by the warriors three who are just warriors yeah exactly that's funny (laughs) (laughs) and he only really tricks thor like did anyone on asgard really believe that he was odin because he was like Tre- treasuring loki so much and like saying shit and, and eating grapes and shit and not doing his job like complete character direction but everyone was just going along with it including asgardian matt damon well i think they only include loki because he literally is in every single comic he's i think he's annoying i don't think he needs to be in every That's single one saying. but he and is in every single one he's annoying have, we changed so much from the comics why does he have to be in the movies exactly all the time? and then he's gonna have a huge part in infinity war and i'm like can we get loki the fuck out or at least make him better character direction i like tom hiddleston i think oh, he's, great. he's fine he's Absolutely. a great loki it's just in the comics and in the movies he in, like has no purpose well i think thor one and thor two he's awesome like he has about avengers well, yeah, he's the antagon- anta- antagonist. Antagonist. He's the antagonist. <laughs> antagonist. So he's important, but yeah, <laughs> just yeah, like Loki, Odin, Valkyrie. Their whole characters were just like flat to me, and I'm like, I guess it's more about the journey and the adventure. And but there's also character development yeah, yeah, in a journey. I do like character development. It's not. It's not the journey. It's how you get there. <laughs> I get. Well, isn't That's that the, the whole... journey? I don't know. I don't know emotional journey walking journeys i don't know it's just i don't know i think the characters weren't thought about and a lot of things that they do like you mentioned that thor just jumps out a window and the person that captured her just kind of looks like oh there he goes like, yeah the whole go time after him. the whole time she was zapping his fucking neck and then all of a sudden she's just like bye yeah oh my god and then some of the physics just made no sense so what's it called when yeah so Basically, Thor gets, like, the Odin force and, like, goes berserker lightning mode. And he's, like, beating the shit out of the Hulk. And as he does this, there's a little taser in his neck that just tases him. And he goes, ah, electricity. I'm I'm knocked out. Even though he just had the power he of all lightning. He was comprised of the, ethis, like, the, the essence of lightning. How? <laughs> How did he not just burn off along with all his clothes? Like, ugh. Like, it could have been, like, a Trank gun, but it was literally the same essence he was made of. 
That's oh, so stupid. Or uh, like... Uh, uh, Hulk in... was fine. He's probably the best developed character in this movie. <laughs> yeah, and he barely does anything. He, he um... had character development. He learned to speak. And he, you know, we kind of see him not want to go back to Earth, hide from his problems, but then face him. So, character development. Yeah, within like 20 minutes, too. All right. Uh, open the floodgate. Give us your bads. I'm I ready. mean, you, you said most of them. Um, oh, did I? M- main thing was attention to detail. Like, there's shit that happens in the movie that just happens for no reason. Like, like you said, when Thor goes into God mode, there's no explanation, like, as to why. It just yeah. cuts to his dad in the field, and you're just like, like, okay, he's thinking about his dad, and now he's got Lightning God powers. powers. Like, I, I guess you could assume since he's the next of kin, he has the Odin Force. But, but no, no one knows about the Odin Force. Like, exactly. they never even explained it. Exactly. And there's a lot of that throughout the movie. Or, um... How Hela found him and his dad and Loki in the first place. Or like she 10 just seconds. Shows, yeah, she just shows the fuck up. And also in the comics... Never mind, I'll save it. I'll save that. No, no, but I'm agreeing with you. So like 10 seconds in, right? Like Odin dies, they get mad, and then Hela's there. So I'm like, okay, so did Hela just appear where he died? Or did he go there knowing Apella would appear there? So then they would have to fight Thor and Loki. I'm just confused. Or is it more just like, look, here she is. Also, he died. <laughs> died like 10 seconds after he got there what if just thor and loki just you know left left and he's like man are they coming i gotta die soon and then Hela's like man i thought they would fucking be here (laughs) that's another thing if they didn't open up the bifrost would they not oh my god hold on hold on let me finish sorry 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 what was another part or how she broke thor's hammer no explanation you realize how how big of a deal that is she used to wield that hammer that makes no sense it's not made by her. It came before her. Yeah, so that's what I'm wondering. Why would you break it if it's yours? And how did she break it? Because in the comics, it makes sense because she's like a comic entity. But now she's just an Asgardian, really. Yes. So why? It, ma- it literally makes no sense why she broke that hammer. Or even the fact that she could hold it in the first place. Yeah, how is she worthy? How the hell is she worthy? How the hell uh, is she worthy? I'm sorry. Man, get out. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, I mean, and that's a big deal. And the Thor's like... He's not upset about much. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, that's rough. I lost my hammer. Um, what what other plot holes were there in the movie? The 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 bridge, rainbow bridge, time gap. Oh yeah, you were really mad about that. You kept going on about it. Do you mind if I explain it real quick? Sure. Long story short, Loki and Thor and Hela all fight in the bridge. Loki gets kicked out in ten seconds. Thor's kicked out 10 seconds later. When Thor lands on the planet that Loki also landed on, um, Loki mentions that he's been there for about two weeks. Then Thor's like, how does that work? And then the Grand Master's like, oh, it works because time's really slow here. It works super different and wonky. Meanwhile, Hela's murdering everyone on Asgard. If that worked based off the physics they provided, they jumped through a wormhole. They should have got there basically at the same time. Because I think you're reading way too much into this. I'm just saying, like, if the time works differently in you that dimension and they jump about... back into that time. But if time is extra slow on their planet, maybe two weeks is different than two weeks on Asgard. That's what I'm saying. It's about 10 seconds. Okay. So what's your problem? That They should have been there before Hela. <laughs> Based that. off the physics they provided. But the time on the planet doesn't change. It'd still be slow. Exactly. This realm has a different time. So that means that they, for example, it'd be like if they froze time, then came back. It'd be almost instantaneous from Hela's perspective. No, not really. Yes. A physicist must come on the podcast and explain this to us. Well, because time is all the same no matter where you are. It's still on the same timeline. You know what I mean? Like, even though a day on Mars might be... different no, it's still the but same that's time not how the comic logic works this isn't real physics i'm saying that this universe or whatever they landed the time was like two weeks they don't mean like days around the sun they mean like i've been here for two weeks yeah but that would still be days around the sun in terms of reference no it like i think time works differently there that's why he can age differently that's why he's been alive for millions of years because time's just super slow Okay. We'll, we'll need you to have a, a physicist come on the show to, oh and explain God. this to us. Anywho, um, anything else you didn't like? I didn't like a lot of the costumes. 
particularly um that's fair valkyries like her costumes are just so bland and thor's is bland too if he's if chris hemsworth is in it he just looks like a fucking star wars character costume like they're in the desert or some shit that's a good point it's very boring yeah and i think a huge part of the thor mythos is their outfits like there's a huge distinction between characters based off of their, their outfits. armor and their yeah yeah right. like yeah, uh, loki's yeah. got huge horns he's very emerald green whatever thor is very red it's a very stark difference between characters and i didn't really see that in this everyone's just wearing black yeah black black leather, brown yeah there's no distinction between anybody thor is like the most green thing in the fucking movie loki probably and hella or hulk maybe even loki wasn't really wearing too yeah, much he was green. wearing black he wore black. black like the entire movie he had that's a black good. suit when he came to earth and I then like he had suit. he had like a black um thing on uh sakar oh that's actually really funny thank you for bringing that up so it's funny because these girls take a selfie with thor and like oh thanks thanks for seeing you thor if they look to the right it's the guy that attacked new york city like four years ago and murdered like thousands of people oh, but they're the like i killed my dad oh whatever no big deal I just like how they take a selfie with Thor and like, Again, oh my god, it's a war criminal, Loki. <laughs> it's a joke that's like, in context, you're like, what the fuck, why? Why would no one notice this? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Chris Hemsworth is hot, it's just how it is. Mm-hmm. So like I was saying, like, even Valkyrie's like, um, cool, cooler armor, she just Still. looks like a, the fucking knight from Nintendo. What's the knight's name? uh which one the little tiny knight with the orange beard oh my god i know exactly what you're talking. that's it, what she, yeah that's what she looked like oh, man what is that called i forget anyway his name's arthur i know his name's arthur yeah little arthur knight yeah that's what her thing looked like only she had like a blue cape yeah, and it was like cgi in the picture i looked at yeah like the, the the flaps and the shoulder pads were all cgi and i was like that's a bad picture it didn't look too bad on screen dude you guys have so much money yeah. Well, we did watch it like X Cam Seven Twenty. We also watched it in theaters. We did both. Yeah, we, we watched, watched it twice. Day of or the release date. Yeah. So that that was the biggest shred. And again, I brought this up before. Marvel, add some fucking color to your color correction or your color palette. Mm-hmm. Like this is supposed to be gods and all these cool planets and cool universes, and it just looks so bland. And I'm not wrong, like, I'm not going crazy, because I read an article about how they use the same shit so everything looks consistent, so they make it look, like, bland, so they all look like the same movie. To defend what you're saying, look at the first movies before Avengers. No, the first Thor is really good. No, that's what I'm saying. The movies before Avengers, before they all crossed over, were all very colorful in their own right, and then they they all all became the same. Like, literally, it's the same editors and the same colorists for all these movies. Before, they were all different people, but now they just hire the same people, so they have the same palette. I'm assuming with Guardians, that isn't the case. Because Guardians is like, everything is all kinds of different colors. But I think it's amazing. Like, even in Guardians 2, when when you had, like, the scenes with, uh, what's his face? The Sovereign? Yeah. It just all was so colorful and poppy. And, like, or everything was, every planet was distinct from one another. That's what I wanted in Thor. It just looked all bare and lame. Yeah. So a lot of the style is derived from Jack Kirby's work uh, back in the early Thor comics. Even some of the the Sakaar buildings and guards look like Asgardians and and other planets kind of architecture. But they missed a lot of the color. Like all the buildings are red, green, and white. And it all looks just plain. Yeah, it's all like very flat colors, which is kind of the point. I guess the sky with the portals is colorful, but that's about it. But even then, you don't even get a perspective because you don't see too many wide shots of the planet. That's it's, a good point, too. Like, even Asgard, you don't see too many wide shots except like for near the end. But they're all flat because it's like burned and decayed. Yeah, but it doesn't exactly. Look- I agree that Asgard looked like way better in the first one and maybe even the second one than it It was this like one. super gold and like rainbow colors and shit. I'm like, yo, that Mythic, shit looks it awesome. It just looks like heaven. Yeah. It's magic. Even the the rainbow bridge got muted. Yeah. It just, I was like, what the fuck? What the well, fuck you could this? argue Hela's taking over, you know. Mm. Anything else? I mean, I do agree the color palette wasn't as vibrant as we might like. Or as, as it should be. And you're on a bunch of like different planets. Um,. Uh, just one more thing. It's basically agreeing with you. Character directions for, for a lot of them are way off. Um, uh, particularly Valkyrie, Hela at sometimes, Thor at sometimes. It just like, 
it just felt like they were trying to make comedic situations at times that they could be in. Like even there was a part where Thor was trying to give a heart to heart to Valkyrie and then he he fucking like hits his hand or some shit or he throws something and it hits him in the face. Yeah. Like like come on, can we just just one moment? And then even then she doesn't care. She has no reaction to it. Yeah. He does the same thing with Loki in the elevator. Yeah. They have like a really brief moment. They have like these brief heart touching moments of levity where you go like these are characters, they're about to progress and then it ends with a joke. And then they kill it with a joke. I think Guardians has a great balance because there's they know when to not put a joke in and mm-hmm. when there's serious parts of the movie, for the most part, especially near the end. Yeah, like things with the father and the mother. There was no jokes for like 20 minutes of Guardians. Mm-hmm. There was like serious time, back to fun time. This movie just has no sacredness yeah. of itself. Or even the stuff between um, the two sisters were yeah. they could have put so many jokes after she fucking crashed that plane nebula and whatever and yeah Gamora. and they didn't it was like she's like yo you fucking suck it's not my fault but dad made me do it yeah and that, that was some that was some good heart to heart stuff mm-hmm. some deep cuts good balance good deep cuts deep cuts deep cuts feels the feels you ready to go into comics yeah, it's going to be a long one. This is going to be a long one. We've read a bunch. Here are the comics that I have read. Oh, let's, let's take a break. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm excited. We'll be back. Right in place. like asgard asgard's fucking gone son bang bang so big spoiler i'd like to talk about sure future things okay sure so i assume that since the guardians found thor in the infinity war trailer that all the asgardians are dead or captured but yeah probably because at the post-credit scene is thanos ship right next to the uh ship of asgardians so, how did you fit all of Asgard on that ship? Because everyone else was pretty much killed. Okay, got by it. By Hela. Makes sense. She just kept killing, like, innocent people at that point. Sure. Man, that sucks, because there's, there's no more Asgard. Yeah, and it's not like it went out on, like, a beautiful note. It was just kind of like an 80s retro fun movie, but that's fine. The, the ship is actually a reference. The way that uh, Thor is carrying his people on that ship is very reminiscent to beta ray bill when they first meet which is i believe let me see mighty thor 1966 number 337 is by walter simmons um where beta ray bill is carrying his people from a planet that surter destroyed and then he accidentally picks up thor's hammer after they fight so that's kind of a cool reference that's very similar to beta ray bill so also, they took um, his origin Ragnarok happens a lot in the comics. I think it happens about three or four times. It's cyclical, so it happens every so often. Well, hundred also, years, or also because depending on comic series. In the Viking mythos, yeah. it's, that happens a bunch. So, But I mean, I don't know if it's cyclical in the way that it's connected. Like, the, the 80s version of Ragnarok is actually connected to the 20s. No, the 20s. absolutely not. So, like, yeah, each that's Ragnarok what I mean. it's, is it's supposed to happen every 100,000 years or something. So, in the terms of comics, it's not really connected. It's just a new incarnation of um, Ragnarok. So, we'll be talking about a couple versions of Ragnarok because they're all very different. The main essence, the original Ragnarok, um, is supposed to happen when the casket of ancient winters is opened, Balder and Heimdall are killed. Explain what the casket of ancient winters is. The casket of ancient winters is basically this little, little treasure box that if you open it, basically uncontrollable cold storms will happen. Usually this is done by Loki or someone else, Malekith. And there has to be two of those that happen. Two Mm. winters of that. Two winters. Oh, oh, yeah. For the prediction of Ragnarok. Correct. And this is all predicted by an ancient witch named Vala. They took her out and basically it's just Thor like, I had a dream. (laughs) Oh, Martin, I King. have a dream. I had a dream. 
that Surtur was gonna blow up my fucking planet. I have a dream. <laughs> um, basically, after that, Heimdall is killed on the bridge. I think sometimes he's blinded. Uh, Loki leads Frost Giants to fight. Thor and Odin have to fight. Odin usually dies after Balder dies. Thor has to lead a huge battle. Then the Midgard ser- uh, Serpent and Surtur have to like come to Asgard. Just like so much shit There's happens a, all at once. Lot Long story short, it's just like end of world you have this giant big ass snake which is apparently from earth but is always on asgard don't know how that works hmm. it's called the earth serpent midgard serpent but it's always on asgard i don't know how that works the snake's just really confused oh it also shoots lasers out of its eyes and, yeah yeah it shoots lasers out of his eye and then there's also another snake the gurndanir i think gurndanir i don't even know but he spits venom on loki's eyes and tortures him and whatnot that's like the probably my favorite thing i've ever read thus far (laughs) the mighty thor pre-ragnarok comic uh well it's during ragnarok oh it's during ragnarok okay yeah so what happens is uh loki he says that he's he's helping in terms of the um prediction of ragnarok and whatnot he went to vola with hella and she's like oh yeah you will kill thor and the prophecy blah 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 so he goes back and he's like i'm amazing and then um the asgardians try to capture him so he puts himself in a big ass like rock like a big, oh yeah a big square stone rock and thor's like fuck you loki and just he just breaks him. <laughs> just breaks the fucking rock open and loki's like how the fuck did he do that without a hammer he just does it with his like freaking arms yeah he just lifts him up and throws that shit and so what happens is they um they put loki like on this big ass hill and they um they chain him up with adamantium chains and there's this snake that all it does, it just drips like acid or venom into his eyes. And he's like, holy shit, <laughs> this feels awful. So his wife comes, she's like, I have to help him. And she puts like a bowl or like this like plate, plate over his face to catch the venom. And then she leaves and he's like, where are you going? And she's like, there's too much in here. I got to pour it out. And then the snake starts dripping on his face. And he's like, holy shit, woman, <laughs> get back here. <laughs> yeah. A lot of these comics we're talking about will be the Mighty Thor comics. There's a couple because Ragnarok and Death have a couple of comics. They're all Mighty Thor. For they're the all mi- most of Just them are different, Mighty Thor. Different yeah. time periods. Three thirty seven to three forty is the Ragnarok kind of section. Uh, there's there's a couple more on the back. Sorry. I honestly can't recommend the Mighty Thor the 70s 80s versions. Yeah. They're just really really long winded, and there's a lot of pointless stuff. Like there's this character called the Red Norval who like um Odin gives his power to him just in case Thor isn't there for Ragnarok. Like if he's off fighting some other shit or dies, but Red Norval he's he was just a camera guy from Earth. Yeah, it's lo- <laughs> so that's and that goes on forever. It goes it's on for so like bad. twenty or thirty issues with this dude, yeah. and it's just so pointless. Yeah. So, long story short, the way Thor comics used to work, and they kind of hinted this, is the essence of Asgardians were passed to humans, basically. So, Donald Blake is the the dual identity of Thor. So, on Earth, he's like he's like a doctor. On on, on in literally what it says, a lame physician or physicist. Lame. They call him lame. And then if he has like this walking stick that if he hits the ground, it turns into Thor, which is the same as Thor. When he hits his umbrella, he turns into Thor in the movie. It's kind of like Doctor Strange almost. Kind of, yeah. Where if he like stops doing magic, he goes sort of back to normal. Yeah, so he has to keep this to keep the essence of Thor. But he also has Thor's personal life and Donald Blake's personal it's life. Like, it's so stupid. It doesn't work. It doesn't, it doesn't work I'm at so all. I'm so glad they took that out. Yeah um yeah that that's the main stuff from there so mighty thor has a couple of them uh they have some with hella when 185 to 198 where she can actually wield the hammer which is interesting oh she's and her first appearance um is actually pretty early she's in uh journey into mystery 102 and journey into mystery is uh thor's initial um comic run when he was first created Like um, Tales to Astonish, Amazing Tales, and yeah. stuff like that. So she's been around since the 1960s. And a little bit of backstory on Hela. She's actually, in the comics and in the original mythos, she's Loki's daughter. And she's one of the Jotunheim. So the one of the, you know, giant people. Mm-hmm. And Fenris, the big wolf thing, is her um, brother, technically. 
Yes. So this doesn't work with the movie's logic at all. No. They they switched up the the Shakespearean family drama. Well, they they, they added it differently. So there's this other character that was added quite recently, you discovered, uh, named Angelica. Angela. Angela, sorry. Uh, I can't believe I called her Angelica. Um, where she is the, the, the forgotten daughter of Odin, where she gets taken up to heaven, basically. Heaven without the A. They just take letters out of stuff. It's hell with one L, heaven without the A. It's, Man. They're so creative up there. So Thanks, good. bro. I mean, they already stole a character, and it's his whole mythos Yeah, for a comic. Basically. Um, and she kind of gets mixed in with Hela in this movie. So Hela and Angela basically become one, which is kind of something that we were seeing now in the well, comics sort of they just take more elements from her backstory not so much they're combined as characters she has similar powers with the weapons not really she throws axes i mean not to the same extent that hella just launches spears <laughs> out of her cape yes yeah, I, I don't even know i didn't even read that she had those powers she doesn't she has like the death kill where she can just kill a god with a touch and she mostly just yeah so yeah. angela is odin's daughter mm-hmm. um and what, she, what was her connection to Fenris again? Well, I mean, in the mythos, Fenris is Loki's son. Huh. So they're both related. They're both born from the same parents. How do you give birth to a wolf? And they also have a snake son. Snake son? They had the Midgard snake. Oh, Gerdinir. <laughs> yeah, Gerdinir. Oh, Gerdinir. Oh, Gerdinir. How do you, what are you going to call him? Gerdinir. <laughs> I'm gonna name my son Gerdinir. <laughs> um, but to com- sort of compare the two, I prefer Hella in the comics because this is a- another complaint I have for the movie. None of the characters have a real purpose. Like honestly, like Valkyrie and Hella have bigger roles in yeah, Asgard. They, yeah, they definitely serve a purpose to one another. Hella is the goddess of death. She's she's a grim reaper essentially that passes people over to either. Valhalla or hell wherever mm-hmm. you're gonna go and in the comics she she does that she moves on and she's like okay i don't know why people don't like me i help them i stop their suffering like it's their time to go to the next Realm. journey the next place yeah um and the only i think the only reason she wants to kill thor is because odin like stop some shit that she he saves to do. lives he interferes with her work a yeah. lot and also she wants his soul because he's a warrior that should have been dead like a long time ago yeah there is a comic that talks about that where thor was supposed to die like because he was getting killed by another villain and then he didn't because odin just stopped shit and odin's crazy because in the comic where one of the comics where Hela tries to come after Thor, he just straight up kills Hela. He kills Hela. And, like, the world goes to shit. There's, like, overpopulation. There's and everyone's no going nuts. Like, the the realm of, like, reality is, like, bending and all the buildings are falling apart and shit. And he's like, but son, I saved you. Why are you upset? And Thor's like, Dad, you can't do that. I have to die. <laughs> oh, my God. So they bring her back to life. This was really dumb. And then Sif comes and goes like, don't kill him. I love him. And the she's power like, of love. She's like, I can't deny the power of love. <laughs> and then she goes like, I'll let you live, Thor, and then flies away. She's Don't like, read Mighty Thor. She's like, I've never felt love, but sure, why not? I can deny not? its existence. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, don't... The the 80s comics really aren't a great... I wouldn't read them. A great run. <laughs> But um, the Mighty Thor disassembled that features two Avengers, I feel like is more relevant to the movie and is a much better run of Ragnarok. And there's some kind of, there's a a thing with Odin that kind of works well with that. It kind of takes from that. You can continue. You can go through that summary. Well, basically, it's a little bit flipped. So Loki is the one as, I mean, he always wants to take over Asgard, but he's the one that he finds the... What is that stone called that created Mjolnir? Uru? Or do you mean the Nordstone? That. The Nordstone? Yeah. So he's looking for the Nordstone to create another weapon in order to defeat Thor. But what happens is that um, the dwarves that helped create that to originally create Mjolnir, they fall off like a bridge. <laughs> and this and this thing falls into like this this big river or whatever and loki finds it and he creates another weapon that could defeat mjolnir and he gives um other weapons to his uh 
his children, Fenris and a couple other people out of there, and they all defeat Thor. They destroy his hammer and they almost kill him. Um, and Thor goes to Iron Man and Captain America for help to stop Ragnarok. It's good people to bring into war. Definitely. Um, do you want to take it from there? Yeah, basically they help for a little bit. And then Thor realizes, oh my God, I, there's so much that I need to do. So basically, after Odin's death, he goes to the Well of Wisdom. He, he banishes the Cap and Iron Man back to Earth after he, he discovers what he has to do. And it's kind of interesting because the way Ragnarok works is there's these shadow gods. I forget what we... They're like elder gods, if you will. Gods of gods. And they feed off the life and death of gods, the Ragnarok process. So he goes to the Well of Wisdom takes out his eyes kind of similar he loses sacrifices his, eye. sacrifices eyes, yeah. his eyes for He's, wisdom yeah for wisdom drinks some of the water and then he wisens the fuck up and knows exactly what to do so the way that you have to kill yourself in ragnarok is a step further than the previous god killed themselves so odin hung himself from a tree so he had to, to near death to near death so then he had to to kill himself but he was like man fuck it didn't kill himself <laughs> Goes to a goes to Surtur, goes straight up. If you fix my hammer, I will let you c- perform Ragnarok. Surtur's like, all right, I'm game. <laughs> so it's kind of like the movie, too. The movie, yeah. He lets Surtur do this to come to another end. Then Surtur reforges his hammer. Thor goes to the Tapestry of Time. Basically, uh, it's like an Idrisil. It's the, the thing that explains how everything will start and end and goes all right i'm gonna break it and then the other gods are like don't please the elder gods like we need this and thor's like fuck you basically breaks it and ends the cycle of ragnarok which is kind of interesting even though everyone's dead which is sort of again how the movie works in in conjunction another another he just sort of lets ragnarok happen in the movie and takes everyone with him yeah, and, and most of the comics have Vola. She's like a witch that does the prophecy, but in this case, it's just him going like, this is what I got to do, and he kind of sees his dad in the movie, which isn't really well explained. Like, is he in heaven? Is he talking to him telepathically? Or is that just the Odin force? Yeah, and that's, again, that's my problem with the movie. Like, the comics have huge explanations of things that, you know, you can suspend your belief and makes sense yeah whereas this it's just like oh yeah oh yeah yeah okay, that happened sure, this sure. is happening just you just have it. to watch it casually you can't be us and look at this movie and be like this doesn't make sense because they say that they get their power from asgard hella and and thor in the movie so you would imagine they're almost equally as powerful or that hella had more of the odin force or whatever but they don't explain that and the tree you could see the tree of um idrasil the tree that gives them the, the the apple the golden apples that make them live longer but none of that is explained and like you were saying earlier like hella and uh valkyrie have this important duty there's this great valkyrie comic i read it was called the secret avengers fear itself by nick spear and scott eaton it's amazing that explores is that her backstory yeah yeah, it's like it's valkyrie's backstory it's like valkyrie was basically a viking warrior whose whose loved one was killed and then odin's like yeah i have to kill people because i'm a god like i have to create a heaven and a hell or else there's no reason to believe in me life is meaningless so i have to create some sort of purpose and then he's like but i need someone to bring the 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 fallen warriors into the hall of heroes valhalla basically where well hella can reside in her own dimension where the chosen heroes are brought to the specific place and valkyrie and or what her name is like brudenhelm brudenhelm or something brun yeah brunhildar or something like that yeah she is chosen to be the first valkyrie and then lead the valkyrie army so her role is super important. That comic's really amazing because she it's paralleling her loss to the loss of this uh, other female soldier and her boyfriend. Like they were joking. You can see how their relationship started. And then basically he, he dies and he has to like take care. She's like, I can't carry his body. So Valkyrie carries the body for this soldier. And it's just really beautiful and poetic. Because she hates her job. To what but, she did yes. with her own boyfriend who was killed. And exactly. Odin's a dick because she's like... I'm not going anywhere because he's like, I'm going to give you a three hour head start. And she's like, well, I have to like get all the dead and give them a proper burial. He's like, why? I'm, yeah. I'm giving you a chance to leave. To survive. She's like, well, I'm a warrior and that's what we do. And he's like, do you want a job? You want a job? <laughs> I killed your boyfriend. Cool. Want, want a, a job? job? 
Um, but there's none of that. Yeah, this. no, none of that. She's just like, I drink. Let, we're going to die, so let's get some drinks. Oh, my God. that was That's so out of character for Valkyrie in the comics. It, none of her character in the movie is anything. No, it's something else. And we're not mad at the actress. She She's was fine. Great. She played what she was written. Was told. And it just doesn't work. And I was really excited to see her horse, Aragorn, and the whole Valkyrie battle. And that was really upsetting that it was just that, like, the, the stills we saw. It wasn't like a scene that played out. That was dumb. I know. I would have liked at least five minutes in that Valkyrie battle. It seemed yeah. pretty epic. There's just so much missing, like Valhalla, Hall of Heroes, the Valkyrie, Hela. Like, there's so much death in this movie, but none of it's explained how it works. And none of it matters. Like, I don't f- I don't feel like Thor's really in trouble in the yeah. movie. There's no real conflict because he's just fucking around. Well, I don't think there's conflict for him. I'm worried about, like, Heimdall, Asgard, the Warriors 3 were murdered in six seconds. Heimdall also dies during Ragnarok. Yeah, that's, like, one of the precursors. Which he didn't die in this. He didn't die, no. So Ragnarok didn't truly happen. Who really dies that's, like, besides the Warriors 3, which no one cares because they had, like, two minutes of screen time, who, like, substantially... Oh, Scourge kills a couple of the zombies undead. That is seen in Mighty Thor number 362. No, when I he mean takes in the movie. Who, who is like, oh Killed. man, so-and-so dies. Odin? No He does, no one. Yeah, he kind of just faded. He, yeah, he just disappears. Um, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> no one o- Old died. Doug. Old Doug. Yeah, so there's no real conflict in the movie. And there's some things that just doesn't make sense about the new. I don't mind the character redirection. It it sucks that Hela is not an er yeah is not an entity of Asgard anymore. You know she has such a rich backstory, but now she's just you know another daughter, another Asgardian. But it doesn't make sense because no one remembers her. Not Heimdall. Not the Warriors Three. Not any of the warriors of Asgard. Uh, and then people remember the Valkyrie. I'm like, does anyone remember the Valkyrie going to fight them? Maybe that was a top secret mission. But, but I'm just like, why? Because I think I think Odin does this a lot, where he's he got you up. know just got children around here and there. So I think he has some type of some type of spell that he puts over everyone to just kind of forget it. Because I mean, who remembers Loki is his a frost not, giant yeah who's adopted no one's no one acknowledges that that's a good point does everyone know or maybe, do they maybe just not he does have some it? sort of enchanting i think he does or maybe people he, just watch he it, just like, gets everyone drunk or something yeah. he's like everyone come into this neuralizer <laughs> party uh party in my place man what happened i don't Nothing. know who's this chick i don't know <laughs> my daughter death you don't remember her uh planet hulk was brief brief the planet is named sakar the planet hulk i did, did take a look no part planet hulk was on a, a planet he was a gladiator but the whole point of the planet hulk is is hulk having to rise through this gladiator ring to take control of the planet and have this revolution which korg kind of brings up the cronin guy uh meeks is an alien bug who's in there they just took parts but the rest of the the planet of sakar is more of um the contest of champions with the collector which is jeff goldblum's character so they just merged all that into one contest of champions number one is just all the superheroes fighting um it's like a secret wars or a battle world if you will so that which that just means is all the superheroes fight from all times and all spaces. It doesn't make any sense. We were also on that planet way too long for the movie. Yeah, that way too I long. was out of there. I was like, get me the fuck out. Like I'm we, we maybe spent twenty minutes, twenty, thirty minutes in Asgard. I would say thirty minutes or forty minutes in Asgard and like I'd say seventy five on Sakaar. Elsewhere. I I liked how we were on Earth for ten minutes. It felt fresh. I liked Earth. Like, you never like Earth in an Asgard movie or a Thor well, movie. because it had a purpose. Yeah. Like, when, when it doesn't have purpose or it's just, oh, look, humans are at stake. Who cares? These people are gods. Like, they, they fight bigger shit than anything on Earth. Yeah. Oh, Hela also was kind of like the enchantress with the executioner, uh, Scourge. He kind of, she kind of, the, the executioner usually works with enchantress, who is like Loki's girlfriend, but... He's in love with Thor because <laughs> Thor is awesome. He's like, I love Thor. Thought she would have been a good villain, but I guess Hela is kind of the be- better step up. Well, she's also the OG villain, mm-hmm. so yeah, that makes sense. So is she gonna come back? 
Or is Hela? this it? Yeah. Well, it's implied that Ragnarok exploded, but I think that Hela might be the death that Thanos is in love with because in Unworthy Thor number five, after Thor and Thanos fight for control of the new Mjolnir, um, she kills uh, Twilight, uh, Moonlight, whatever her name is, the, the Black Order woman, Twilight Saga lady. And then he's like, I know what you want, death. And then they start making out. And I'm like, is Hela death or is is Hela just like, you know, it looks like your ex, so it's a good breakup, boink. I think you know rebound. Rebound, that's the word. What did I say? Looks like your ex, so. Breakup, boink. Yeah. Breakup, <laughs> break boink. There's rebounds and there's breakup, boinks. Okay. <laughs> well, also, Hela is more powerful than Surtur, correct? Like, she could kill Surtur um... if she needed to, really. I guess she but has like, is like undying. He's kind of like the dragon from Iron Fist. He just keeps coming back, but so he it's dies. Like, it's like one of those endless. He also doesn't really have like a soul to be taken. Well, just take his eyebrows off his face, and then you're all that good. was a dumb joke. Oh, like, how did you think that was an eyebrow? You knew that was not an eyebrow. By the way, the Planet Hulk was ninety-two to one hundred five by someone Pack and Paryaguan, and that's I just can't pronounce the name, but I really appreciate your Planet <laughs> Hulk comic. So question after yeah. all this comic talk after all this beef does it work as a movie uh, as a movie not a comic book movie as, as as a fun movie you know not a lot of people get into thor it's great for them to just watch and go like oh man look look how badass he is and maybe kids will start dressing up as thor you know a little more thor more um it's an expensive costume it's yeah it is yeah get the hammer and then all the other boots stuff. um yeah, I think it's a fun movie. If, if it's just a movie, I say it's an 8 out of 10. I'd recommend it if you wanted to have fun. Yeah, if you want to have a good time. I, I'd put it on the background for sure. So as a comic book movie. I put uh, 6 out of 10. Fail. Yeah, it's a fail. It's a D. Yeah. Oh, Thor loses his eye. That happens in a couple comics. Also, if Thor, God of Thunder, number one. I was hoping Thor would sacrifice himself. That would have been cool. And then, and then somehow he can, he, always come, be, he can come back he, yeah. through an infinity stone or he can something. Always be brought back. That was what was pissing me off. Like the biggest loophole in this movie, last note, is Loki goes through the treasure room. There's like 800 mythical items you can use to fight Surtur and Hela. You have the casket of ancient winters. You have the tesseract, the eternal flame. Yeah, the tesseract should have been enough. Yeah, and then he's like. I'll just let Surtur destroy Asgard. Just boom! Send her into space with Red Skull. Done. Dumb as shit. Well, they wanted like an epic ending, obviously. I know, I know. It'd be funny if it was like Ragnarok. No Ragnarok. I'm just saying make it, write it so that Surtur came out a different way or something. Even though that is how Surtur is supposed to destroy Asgard with the Eternal Flame and his sword. So that was accurate. And I love Surtur. He was cool. He was great, yeah. But also, what didn't make sense is Hulk po- punched Hulk Surtur punched in the Surtur face. In that the would face. never happen. And like in his prime form, like Odin can't fight him in that form. No, one punch could. That's fight the main him in that thing form. with these these Thor movies. Their powers are not accurate, or they're not con- at least not, not consistent. consistent. They're not consistent with the mythos. They they keep the last two movies kept balancing between science fiction and magic and mythos. And this one kind of just merges them all together in a kind of nice way, but it doesn't really go into depth. Or like um, when Thor hit Iron Man with his hammer, I'm like, Iron Man would be dead. He would Iron not, he, no way in the world. Is he he was just hit by a god. You could argue that vibranium would work because it, it literally reduces force. It doesn't have But force. he didn't have a vibranium suit. No, I was saying for Cap. Like Cap could maybe live, but Iron Man's suit is made of a titanium alloy. Absolutely definitely 100% dead. dead. Thor's hammer? It's definitely Yeah, he's definitely dead. Stupid. So as a comic movie, I 100% agree. I think it's a very fun movie. Some of the jokes are a bit much. It's too much. Bit too much. Comic movie just didn't take the right parts of each character for the most part. Um, they definitely went Guardians comedy heavy. I think that's just going to be their thing from now on because that's what that's people what like, people want to yeah. see. I think this is the new Thor, and I just better get used to it. Yep. Also, his hair was cut for no reason. It's, it's it, supposed it's, to be a nod it's to unworthy, um, unworthy Thor, Thor yeah. but the way it was done just was Didn't like, how sense. do we get Stanley in there? I don't Basically. know. Basically, cut his hair, I guess. Yeah. 
do you want to shout out any comics? Like, uh, I guess, what, what would you recommend they read after this? Uh, definitely um, Avengers Disassembled, Thor's story. I think that that was amazing. It's a good one. Just a lot of a lot of shit Thor has to go through. Traumatic depth. That's, yeah. that's something I want to see a movie about. That or like uh, Thor, God of Thunder, when he's like the future king of Asgard. He has like an Uru arm, a sword, and the hammer missing an eye. He just looks like Death Santa. Death Santa. Death Santa. Metal Santa. Santa. Or like when we played um, WWE. And played a Santa. Santa killed ass it. In, in video games. Um. So yeah, definitely that one. I mean, I'm not super... Into like, the Mighty Thors. They're no good. D- no, don't. Don't even bother. They're just very long-winded. It's just... You just read newer Thor. Also, you like Unworthy Thor. I think it's... It's all right. I just don't see much character progression. It's a, it's a quick series. It's yeah. a quick series. I think it's kind of cool. I won't spoil Old it. Old Man Logan's definitely better. But well, they're, they're, well, yeah, Old Man Logan's a little more. But I think if you read number five again, like how he decides to go about the new hammer is really cool in my opinion. Beta uh, Ray Bill's in, in that as well. They have a awesome. fight. That was pretty cool. And a dog. Planet Hulk is actually not enjoyable for me. No. Watch the movie. Enjoy- yeah, well, the animated, an movie animated is the movie. same thing. You could just watch that. It takes most of the parts uh, that are important. I don't like the director as Korg. I like it and I don't because I just always picture it as like Keith Davis. For, like, Keith like David? A, that's what I meant, sorry. It's just like big raspy voice instead of a... Uh, oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, mate. Let's yeah, go. I told you why he did that. Yeah, now he's going to be in any Marvel movie and get paid. Yeah, he's probably going to be in a Guardians. That is a problem I have. I hate when directors give themselves huge roles in their own movies. Uh-huh. That yeah, really pissed me off. It works for, like, uh, what's his face? Clint Eastwood? That's fine, because he writes characters as himself. Yeah, But someone like Quentin Tarantino, get the fuck out of your movie. Yeah. <laughs> or the Korg thing. Just don't be... Hire another New Zealand person to do it. There's plenty of actors... Mm-hmm. That could do your little part. Probably. If there was another Thor movie, would you like it to take any specific path? Just just be more, like, epic. Be more serious. Yeah. It's not like you don't have to not have jokes. Just don't have Make plot holes and shit. Yeah. And they did. Like, when uh, Kenneth Branagh was directing it, he had a really good balance of, yeah. like, the actual I, I, character. I enjoyed Thor 1 and 2, except for the last 40 minutes of 2. Even Loki was all right. Yeah. I don't know. That director is literally a comedy director. So he did his job. He did his job. And I like all his other work. (laughs) But he's also in his own, all of his own movies. That's a good point. Is there anything else you had to add? That's about it. I give comic book scale a five. Movies like an eight. Yeah, I go back. I go back on mine. I say five out of ten on comic scale. Highly recommend again Avengers Disassembled Thor mm. storyline. I say Unworthy Thor. It's a really fun dark comic. You guys should all get Marvel Unlimited because everything is on Marvel Unlimited. Except for Ragnarok, which they just added. <laughs> From Mighty Thor. Don't read Mighty Thor. Hail Hydra! Alright. It's been real. Later players. Later players. I don't like bullies. I don't care where they're from. I don't like bullies. I don't care where they are.